0: super talk mississippi media production find your new ride at kia macomb's all new location at the corner of i-55 and highway 98 come find out why macomb loves kia macomb at the corner of i-55 and highway 98 right on the corner right on the price
1: this is rebecca turner and thank you for listening to the good things podcast here on super talk mississippi
0: it's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well,
1: I'm gonna Mississippi.
0: Mississippi here I come. You're listening to good things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm gonna Mississippi.
2: Mississippi here I
0: come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now. Here's Rebecca.
1: Good afternoon, Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the Good Things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Now don't forget, you can listen to Good Things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app, and you can always find us too on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station, or you can watch Good Things. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Supertalk TV. But if you've been on TikTok or maybe Instagram, you've probably seen our guest today, Matthew Bounds, a.k.a. your barefoot neighbor he's on social media and he entertains followers with easy to make recipes and he now has a cookbook come fix you a plate and he's joining us today hey matthew Hey Rebecca, I have to I have to be honest. I'm not on TikTok, but all my TikTok friends are like, "You have Matthew Bounds on today," and so you are <laughs> famous with all of my TikTok friends. So I feel I feel a little behind the curve, but I did find you on Instagram, and I can see why they absolutely adore your videos. But I love your story, Matthew, because you back in like 2022, you really weren't on social media a lot, and this has kind of really snowballed over the last year or so. So, start us off. How did you, when did you get sort of inspired to start your barefoot neighbor?
3: Yeah, it was uh, spring of 2022. Uh, yeah, I was, a, I had no social media presence at all. And a friend of mine started a TikTok account for her dog. And she said, I need you to make a TikTok account so you can go like my dog videos. And I did. <laughs> so then I got hooked on TikTok. And then, um, she talked me into uh, putting up a couple of videos. Uh, I did that, and it all took off from there.
1: And as, as they say, the rest is history, but it's not. Yeah. this is not how it works for everybody, Matthew. I think you're at, what, like 28 million likes or how are they followers there on TikTok and Two hundred and something thousand, I think, over on Instagram. You can correct me if those numbers are are incredibly wrong, but but I like a lot like Right. Like, I mean, it it really it really uh, took off for you. And so in the beginning, I think you started with sort of DIY projects. Was that kind of around your your home or just things that you were interested in before the cooking? Right.
3: Yeah, uh, that's how I started, and I am going to back up and correct you. So over Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, I've got a, a little over 2 million followers. Okay,
1: so, 2. Hey, you know but, what? 28 million is down the road.
3: <laughs> 28 million, that, that's a very big deal. Um, yeah, so I started out, uh, I was actually working on some, uh, like, yard work and planter boxes and all, and that's what my friend told me. She said, you know, you should totally put the, you know, how to build this on on TikTok. And people will watch it, and I said, okay, cool. So I did it, and uh, people watched it, and they liked it, and I started getting some people following me. And then, uh, yeah, it, you know, it's just really hot in Mississippi, and it's not fun for me to be hot and sweaty and covered in sawdust and trying to film what I'm doing. <laughs> Look, so I learned real quick that I was not going to be an exclusively DIY channel. Um so i was kind of didn't really know what i was going to do and i was just having fun with it i was just making goofy little videos and then uh yeah i cooked dinner one night and i was like you know what i'm going to film this and people liked it so i did it again what was the first
1: uh dinner recipe you cooked
3: oh i don't even remember i think it was like lasagna or something one night i didn't even talk in it i just put music over it and just showed myself making lasagna um and then uh, I can't remember what the first one I actually gave instructions for was, uh, but I did a few, and I, I was still doing some other stuff. And then, uh, you know, the, the cooking really just started to de- get some attention, and um, a larger—actually, Mississippi Queen, who lives down here on the Gulf Coast, uh, she made one of my recipes, and uh, that just really kind of blew blew up my my cooking side of things. Uh, she attracted a lot of people to me for that reason and um so I was like, Okay, well we're uh, we're, we're a cooking channel now. This is what we're doing. This is what we're <laughs> doing, which
1: is great because I hear that, like, yeah. you didn't even really know how to cook very well. You That's self-proclaimed that you maybe, you know, weren't the best or you wouldn't consider yourself a major home chef prior to this, which I think is what yeah. resonates with a lot of your videos, Matthew, is you're like one of us. You just want that easy yeah. to do, <laughs> get it on the table. You can't really mess it up. You'd have to try hard. And then, you know, people really can respond to that. Not only do they like the video, but then they can do what you're saying. So that's also very helpful.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I, I've always been a terrible cook, and that was one of my pandemic projects because I had all this extra time on my hands. I was working from home, I said, well, I'm going to teach myself to cook. So uh, I learned how to cook, and then um, as things kind of evolved on social media, I started noticing that people really liked the simpler type mm-hmm. recipes so that when they approached me about writing a cookbook uh, – I was like, yeah, you know what, let's do it. But I said, I only want to write a cookbook if we can put stuff in there that people will actually make. Because I can't tell you how many cookbooks I own just for the pretty pictures. I'm never going to a million years going to make anything in that cookbook. Um, and so that was the subtitle of the book, is it's Food You'll Actually Cook. And so anything in there you can open up to any page, and I guarantee you, you can
1: make it. I love the title, too, Come Fix You a Plate, which is our guest yeah. Matthew Bounds' uh, cookbook, because I can't tell you, too, how many times a Southern um, hostess or host has said, Come Fix You a Plate. Like, it's ready. Yep. Like, come on, come fix you a plate. And so, and that resonates, too, kind of with your with your recipes. They are very Southern-inspired. Is that just from your background living here in Mississippi? Do you have, I know some, some of your family members or, or like family members have inspired some of your recipes, which you give credit to, is that kind of all the influence there into into what's in your cookbook?
3: yeah, absolutely um i'm a I'm a Southern Baptist preacher's kid, so so yeah we we uh, like to eat on Sundays and you're usually eating at someone's house, and yeah, it's just that whole culture, that southern you you're gonna eat. You know, whether you're hungry or not, if you show up, you, you're going to eat something before you leave their house. <laughs> so that's kind of what it stemmed from. And, uh, it, it also kind of stemmed from a little catchphrase I had on social media. Um, I, I kind of did the sign off one day and it, it, I was just joking around, you know, and I, I signed off the video and I don't think I can repeat this on the radio. I'll censor it, but I said, all right, y'all come fix you a plate unless you're, and I had a colorful word. And uh, so my publisher was like, man, everybody really loved that. That should be the name of your book. So we just we just shaved off the part that we would have had to censor, and <laughs> I just went with "Come Fix You a Plate."
1: <laughs> I, I appreciate that, and I'm sure all of your friends—I mean, all your fans who followed you for a while—whenever they see your cookbook, they probably know exactly what was going on in the rest oh, of, yeah. you know, sort of in the rest of your head. At what point, though, in Ma- uh, Matthew and sort of your uh, social media, short-lived but very. Um, um, productive career that you went viral and ended up on gma with your chicken cobbler
3: yeah <laughs> yeah i made chicken cobbler for the first time on november 22nd 2022
2: okay so almost and a year and
3: almost a year ago today and uh i made it and it was like this kind of frankenstein recipe of several different like a friend of mine had sent me this recipe and said hey i made this but i changed this And I said, well, that sounds good. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it your way, but then I'm also going to change it again. So it was like this whole, like, mismatch. And um, I'm I'm getting ready to put the video on social media. And, by the way, I messed it all up. I forgot the butter, uh, overcooked it. I had the oven on the wrong temperature. Anyway, so I get ready to post it. I said, you know what, I'm putting it up anyway, because I put my fails up, because people like to see when it doesn't go right. It's a lot of fun to, like, laugh about it. You know, I've had stuff come out horribly, and I just post it anyway. because it's it's relatable. So I I was like, you know what, let me put it up. So I'm like, I don't know, what do I even call this? What even is this? Because it's kind of chicken pot pie, but it's not really chicken pot pie. And a friend of mine said, you know what, it looks like you're making chicken cobbler. It's like a fruit cobbler. And I was like, oh, but with chicken. And I said, oh, my God, that's what it's going to be. People are going to love it or they're going to hate it. And it went viral in November. Well, then um, I made it again to launch my cookbook the first part of May this year. Uh, Because it's page one in my cookbook, because that's really the recipe that, like, really put me on the map on social media. So uh, when I launched my cookbook the first part of May, I made it again kind of as a celebratory, like, you know, nod to it. And it went viral again. And it's got, I don't even know how many views it's got at this point. Across all of social media, it's probably pushing 100 million views.
1: Okay, so we can and, use the 28 um, million now. 28 million sounds small now, doesn't it, Matthew?
3: <laughs> it, yeah, it does sound small, right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, G- Good Morning America reached out to me, and uh, they said, hey, like, This is literally everywhere. Everyone is making this chicken cobbler. Can you come on Good Morning America and make it? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> and that's a so, little yeah. bit of a different experience from doing your cooking there on your in your in the comfort of your own home, you know, with the control of the camera, versus being on national television, doing it for you know for everybody, which you did there on GMA. Matthew, hang tight with us. We got more with your barefoot neighbor coming up next here on Good Things.
0: Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi.
4: I want to follow where she goes. I think about her and she knows it
1: back to Good Things. Don't forget you can find us on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. Maybe you called our guest over on GMA. That would be Matthew Bounds aka your barefoot neighbor. Now it's been a little while since then so it hasn't been necessarily here recently, Matthew, but that really sort of puts you on a different level and puts you to that next step when you think of like a social influencer. So how was it making your chicken cobbler there for everyone in the world to see?
3: <laughs> well, I have to clarify. I wasn't uh, in studio. They uh It was a Zoom call Mm -hmm. uh, with one of their correspondents. And so uh, I was in my kitchen and she was in her kitchen. And then uh, we made it together, and then she uh, took it up to the studio, and then they tried it in the studio. So that's that's how it it played out. But still, it's
1: (laughs) a different audience, right? Like, I mean, it's different pressure than you making your videos here in Mississippi. I guess you're still in the comfort of your own home, but now you have, like, sort of that national sort of audience. You grew pretty quickly. Did that ever just feel weird, or did you always feel like you were cultivating this community of friends that i guess you felt like you could chat with or fellowship with even through your cooking it is that that may sound weird but i mean or did it feel a little awkward to get so big so quick
3: uh it it was really odd the first couple times i went viral uh every time you have a video go viral you have a, a ton of new people that come in and they don't know you you know and um, so they have to get to know you. But, yeah, it totally does feel like a community. Um, I've made some really, really great friends all over the country uh, mm-hmm. via social media. And we've done a lot. Um, my audience has raised tons and tons of money uh, this past year for different charities. Um, we bought out entire Amazon wish lists for, for charities and kids. I mean, we've done a lot of really cool stuff. So. It's a, it's a pretty awesome crowd.
1: So would the Matthew Bounds of 2021 think you're nuts if you were to project what Matthew Bounds of 2023 <laughs> at the end of 2023 yeah. would be doing?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. He would say there's no way. There's absolutely no way. Um, because I, I deleted all my social media after 2020. I just used it, you know, like everybody else at that point. I was on it just for personal use. But um, Uh, You know, I was just, uh, I was really unhappy. And I was like, you know, I gotta, I gotta work on myself. And part of that was just deleting all social media and just taking a break uh, from it for a couple of years. So yeah, 2021 me, there's no way he could have ever seen this coming.
1: (laughs) So when you chose to get back on, Matthew, because I feel like, you know, so many of us can resonate with that. I know for for myself, I've had my finger near that delete to burn it all down. (laughs) But before, um, did you come back with it with maybe a different perspective? We've often heard it's not it's not how often you're on social media that bothers your mental health. It's more of like the way you use it or it, like your it expectations out of it. So what shifted for you when you came back uh, to it?
3: Yeah, it, that is you hit the nail on the head. I'm actually uh, I was invited to give a TED talk in February in Florida. So I'm going to talk. It's going to be about this exact thing topic. It's about online community and how to have a good online experience. And yeah, when I came back, uh, I actually, I said it out loud. I remember saying, this is going to be a good experience. Um, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have a good time doing it. I'm going to do good with it. And uh yeah, so I just engage with people online that make me happy, that I think are doing good things. And I don't engage with content if I see negativity or or something that makes me uncomfortable or I, I don't get mad, I don't go to the comment section, I simply scroll on. Because that's what a lot of people don't realize. They get so mad over things, but the more you comment and interact with those things, the more that yeah. social media is going to show you those things and the angrier you're going to get. So Stay away from things. It's like the but... joke's on
1: you. If it makes you mad, yeah. <laughs> don't comment, and it just goes away, but uh, but that's the way it goes. Well, I think, Matthew, part of your likability is it feels like we're in your kitchen, that you talk to the camera and to your, uh, I guess, your community, your followers, the way that most of us would if we just had a friend over and we're making dinner. You kind of, you're not like preachy, but, you, but you're yourself, and you're not necessarily PC, mm-hmm. and you're just sort of being authentic to who you are are and if you were talking to a friend and so that is extremely relatable to those that are watching it it's a breath of fresh air from maybe those cookie cutter trying to be tv style perfect uh, you know um, i guess uh, chefs or home chefs or cooks or, or cooking shows or anything sure. um, sort of of that nature so if you had someone who was like man i want to do that what would you say to them <laughs>
3: I would say go for it. Get started. There is plenty of room on social media for everyone. Um, You've got something no one else has. Even if you think you don't, just start getting on there. You're going to reinvent yourself a hundred times before you find what works. And uh, yeah, just get started. It does not matter what you do. It does not matter what your hobby is. You have some kind of skill you can put on social media that someone else is going to learn from and find valuable. And if you want to turn it into a living... It's a lot of work. I work more now than I ever did at any other job in the rest of my life. But if you're passionate about it, it's great. And you can make money at it. Um, We're the new commercials, social media creators and personalities. You know, we are the new commercials. We're the new people that brands are approaching to to place their products. Uh, So yeah, if anybody wants to get started, absolutely get started and go for it and
1: one of the most important things Matthew is your handle which I think about you going back to 2022 and you are coming back from I guess a sabbatical from social media and then you see that little at button and you have to fill it out before you know the world sees you online and you chose your barefoot neighbor what's behind that
3: I did not exactly know what was going to happen I didn't know if I was going to have one follower or one million I didn't know anything. I just thought if I ever do anything with this, um, I, I want to build a community and I want everybody to exactly what you just said. I appreciate that when you said you feel like you're in my kitchen. I love when people tell me that because that is exactly what I want it to feel like. Um, so I chose your barefoot neighbor because, you know, I'm frequently barefoot and usually, uh, yeah, I just want it to be very approachable. Um, I just want it to feel like I'm just that guy that lives down the street from you that you know is uh cooking dinner and uh we may not be wearing shoes and we might be drinking and you know we might cuss a little bit but you know what at the end of the day we're gonna get it done
2: we're
1: gonna <laughs> get it done and then you come fix you a plate right like that's how we it is come fix you a plate but, yep so what is your so when we talk about your um cookbook where can we get it so what kind of skill level do you need is it mostly southern do you throw other things in there tell us about your cookbook
3: yeah it is uh, i don't know if I would call it exclusively southern it is uh but it is very uh comfort food It is meat and potatoes and carbs and cheese and it's um yeah you have the no skill level necessary i have a a ton of people really my my biggest demographic is people who tell me that they're buying my cookbook for their young adult children who are moving out for the first time on their own uh because it is very simple. Crock pot stuff, you know, throw it in the crock pot, make a casserole out of it. It's just super, super simple recipes. And I have a uh, section in the back. And again, I can't repeat it on the title <laughs> of it on, on public radio, but um, it's just talking about how we're basic. And so it's just some little basic things. It's like little three ingredient recipes and just little super easy stuff that people can make. Um, and you can get it at uh, found.us. Or you can go to any of my social media. If you find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, anywhere, if you go to my homepage, there's going to be a link there. If you click that link, you're going to find my cookbook. You're going to find my newsletter. You're going to find everything. Anything I use in my videos is linked up right there. If you see me using a food chopper and you like it and you want one, go to my link on my homepage. I'm going to have it there for you. You don't have to look far.
1: Matthew, what's your favorite recipe?
3: Oh, the Cajun chicken pasta, by far. I made it. Uh, I've been making it for a while, and I made it one night for social media, and I called it Cajun chicken pasta. And my Louisiana followers quickly corrected me that that's not proper Cajun. So we call it Cajun, Cajun apostrophe T because it ain't quite cajun pasta so that's, that's in the cookbook as well and that's my favorite recipe
1: yeah i encourage folks to go look like follow um that way we can get you closer to that 28 million so that way the next time you're on good things i won't have my <laughs> i won't have my math wrong but you're but you're at least when it went viral at least went over 28 million views but still that's impressive it just means you struck a chord people like your message they like what you're doing and cooking and so congratulations on on all your success and continue to call mississippi home
3: Thank you so much. And look, I'm going to tell everybody real quick. If y'all want the real Barefoot Neighbor, TikTok's where it's up. That's where I put all my extra footage and all the all the extra stuff. If you want to see the real Barefoot Neighbor, you got to be on TikTok.
1: That's where all you my friends on... follow you. So I <laughs> yeah. feel like I need an autograph or something. I'm like, I, you know, so you definitely have some fans out there. So thank you so much for your time.
3: Thank you. I appreciate y'all having me on, Rebecca.
1: All righty. You guys stick with this. we got more for you coming up next i
0: Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk, Mississippi. Good things with Rebecca Turner.
5: Something big's happening downtown. Good things out.
1: So many good things happening on Main Streets and downtown across the Magnolia State. So today we're highlighting what's happening downtown this weekend. It is brought to you by the Mississippi Main Street Association. Now don't forget, you can always go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar to get more information on upcoming events. And cue the Christmas music. Yes, Halloween is over, so it's basically Christmas time. At least that's what it looks like in your downtowns and on your Main Streets. Joining me today is Jamie in Sinatobia because they're getting ready for the Christmas season this weekend. So welcome, Jamie. Hey, how are you? I am doing well, and do y'all have sleigh bells ringing and all the Reeves and all the things going up already in town and gearing up for the holiday season?
2: Yes, all the things. It started um, about midnight on Halloween. We started transitioning, and
1: um, our little elves are working all over town. And then they want you to come out and shop, shop, shop till you drop this coming up weekend, or at least get out and see what all the stores have to offer. So what's coming up this weekend for your Christmas Open House?
2: Well, um, Christmas Open House is the largest shopping day of the year for Tate County. Our retailers and restaurants really prepare all year for this big weekend. And they have sales and specials, and we um, do grand prize drawings of over $1,000, And then second prize drawings um, of $300. We have social media prizes um, just for getting out and shopping local and supporting our merchants. People can, can be entered into those
1: drawings. So how important is it? I know, like, uh, Jamie, when we start saying things like the holiday season or Christmas, some folks are like, we haven't even had Thanksgiving yet. And I'm like, I know, pump the brakes. We're not trying to take away from, you know, any other holiday. But the struggle is real to sort of fight for, you know, that Christmas dollar, like where you're going to put it, whether you're going to wait for the sale online, line up for one of the big box stores for, you know, the traditional Black Friday. Or are you going to make the choice to take that dollar and spend it on your main streets or in your local sort of communities so a lot of these open houses are an opportunity to get out in it front like get out in front of your shopping and give you that opportunity to make a local choice um, first and that means a lot to your local communities right Jamie
2: right it's it, it, this weekend is literally make or break for some of our retailers in this in this season they prepare and, and specially order things that fit our community things that the big box stores don't do they customize what our community needs, and they um, they really invest a lot. And so they need you to come back and invest in them in this season.
1: And so this is a time to come out. Everybody's going to have fun. I'm sure specials or little things going on downtown. So and I'm not going to say, like a note, how does it work, but how does it work? I mean, do you come? You mentioned some of the games and the raffles and things. How do we get in on that if we want to this weekend?
2: So on our Cinetopia Main Street Facebook page, there's um, maps and all kinds of different graphics that give you all the information. Something new we offered this year, we're partnering with Northwest Community College and we're gonna have breakfast with Santa. So we're kicking off the day a little bit earlier than normal. Um, breakfast with Santa starts at Northwest at eight and you can buy tickets now on our on the Centovia Main Street page or Northwest. And then you get out and shop until you drop. We have lots of restaurants that are participating and having different samples of their products that you can try uh, all over town something that's really special about synotypia and take county christmas open house is it's not just our downtown i love our, our historic downtown is my my little heart and soul is there but our town our county is growing all over and so on the east and west sides of our county there's lots of merchants that are participating and it's a big day for them as well
1: good deal well it just sounds like an exciting opportunity to everybody it's like go ahead and start making that list you've got teachers you've got you know gymnastic coaches and cheer coaches and piano teachers I mean you got all these people who need these little happies you got your coworkers and you know everybody in, in between um, who deserve just to be recognized or maybe have something special and so this is this that's when you can really connect the dots when you can buy something you know local for that person who's touched your life uh, within your community throughout the year as saying thank you. And it just sort of all comes full circle. And the open houses going on across Main Streets, across the state these upcoming weeks, really does mean a lot.
2: It really does. I wish there was a way to get and shop in all these across the state, because it is a weekend in all of our small towns.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, there is. There's, there's a lot going on this weekend, Jamie, but if you're in Tate County and Cenotopia is the place to be, what was that uh, website or the Facebook page where people can go and get those maps and see everything they need to see? Cenotopia Main Street. righty. Well, I appreciate your time. If you're not in Cenotopia, maybe you're in Columbus. They got another open house going on there. And Chelsea joins us to tell us more. Hi. (laughs) Well, it's good to have you here, girls. So there's more Christmas in the house going on um, there in
4: Columbus. So what y'all got going on? Well, this weekend from Friday to Sunday, we're going to have the downtown Christmas open house in downtown Columbus. We're going to have Friday and Saturday, November 3rd and 4th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then Sunday, select stores will be open from 1 to 5 p.m.
1: And will there be specials going on and all the things that we look forward to with an open house?
4: Yes, we're going to have many of our businesses. We have 19 participating businesses and probably a few others as well who will open their doors, have Christmas deals, sales, discounts. They're going to be having door prize entry bags that people can come in and shop, enter to win door prizes. I think we're going to have three total grand door prize winners. And it's going to total up to over $1,700 worth of gift cards that have been donated. And Main Street Columbus is also going to donate a set number of gift cards as well. So it's, it's going to be a lot of shopping, a lot of Christmas, a lot of fun, and some awesome prizes that people can enter to win.
1: We were just talking with Jamie about the importance of choosing to use your Christmas dollar. Because for most families, I think we kind of budget for that. Some say they should better than others, <laughs> and then some don't, but some <laughs> do. And when you're looking at that, as I know so much are as tight right now, and you get to choose where, where you put that dollar, how important it is to at least think about putting the majority of it or some of it, if you've never done it before you know back into your
4: shops on your main streets yes it's it's very important that we shop in our downtowns, and our main streets and local businesses because i don't know if everyone knows this but when you put your money into local places it stays in your community much more so than it would if you shop online and it's more important than ever that we support our friends and neighbors and what they're doing and supporting their dreams We also get our gifts that way. You don't have to worry about shipping and the the issues of returns. You get it right then. You get better customer service right then and there. Some of them do really nice gift wrapping. Mm -hmm. You're getting that better quality service much faster. And you're putting that money straight back into your community. So it's not just going to some random
1: person. Which I think isn't, you know, is important. And it too, I think it opens us up back up to that 10, that opportunity of like window shopping and getting to know our neighbors a little bit better. There's just a disconnect with, you know, shopping online. And then, two, remember if you don't, gift cards always fit right. So
4: even if you don't know. and you know what someone's vibe is you can just get a gift card and then they can go pick it out it's perfect
1: and then they don't have to do that online they're able to go out and enjoy that entire experience um, sort of as well and so yeah I look forward to these open houses and again they're happening all over our state this upcoming weekend and so you know if there's not one in your in that you know that you hear today there's definitely one in your driving distance and it definitely just means a lot to those to those um, merchants as well and Columbus you guys do Christmas
4: right so what else is coming up this um this winter season well on november 18th we have the holiday farmers market where people can shop from local farmers bakers crafters that sort of thing we have small business saturday on november 25th we have the lighting of the christmas tree on november 27th we have Wassel fest which is a big one around here on december 1st and then the christmas parade is on december 10th so lots to going on, lots to get out and sort of do and enjoy. And if they
1: want to yes. sort of plan their trip to Columbus, where do they go to maybe keep up with all the good things you guys got going on, seeing all of the dates and planning all the things?
4: Well, they can either call our office at 662-328-6305 here at Main Street, or they can go to our website or our Facebook page, com. Or Main Street Columbus on Facebook.
1: All righty, girl. I appreciate your time. And is it too early to say Merry Christmas? Will someone send like turkey
4: wings at my forehead if I do that? <laughs> I don't think so. I've been hearing Christmas music already.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't ask Rhino for that today, so everybody can calm down. So I'm going to at least throw out one Merry Christmas to you uh, for all the Thank upcoming um, open houses. And I appreciate your time. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you. Okay. Okay. I hear you. I hear all the people. We haven't even gotten into November. You fall into two camps, okay? It's like you have Halloween and then Christmas begins, or you're one that really digs in your heels and wants it to wait until after Thanksgiving. Either way, it's fine. We are definitely in the holiday season, if you want me to at least say it that way. Um, And it matters where you spend your money when you're thinking about putting uh, a gift under the upcoming tree or whether you you just want to uh, support someone who has a birthday between now and then and everything in between. So go out and support your main streets and all the open houses that are happening this weekend. There's also one in Laurel, Corinth, uh, Boonville, Sinatobia, Picayune, um, Ocean Springs. Everyone's having their, their annual open house, this Christmas open house this weekend. So get out and support that if you're looking for events go to msmainstreet.com/calendar and you'll get all the information you need but stick with us we got more for you coming up next
0: Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
3: I'm a morning time, and We're
5: going strong.
1: Back to Good Things. Don't forget, we are streaming live over at SuperTalk.fm. We're also streaming from the SuperTalk Mississippi app. You can always find us too on your local SuperTalk Mississippi radio station and you can watch us. We are on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to SuperTalk TV. And then Middays with Jar Gibbert and Sports Talk Mississippi. They're going to be at the Greater Starkville Partnership Development in downtown Starkville coming up tomorrow. So that is Friday. You'll hear about all the incredible things happening in Mississippi College Town. And then you can get Live up to the minute results from across the state during Super Talk Mississippi's 2023 election special coverage starting at 8 p.m. next Tuesday. And you'll hear results from Super Talk Mississippi news team, plus analysts and discussion from guests from across the political spectrum. You can hear the election coverage on your local Super Talk Mississippi station and the Super Talk app and on Super Talk TV, but not here on Good Things. woo <laughs> Uh, You got to have a break every now and then. So do we get a break? Do you have to give a break from Christmas music, by the way? Thank you for that, Rhino. Or can folks, now that it's officially November, move into meshing the two together? How did you grow up with your mom Uh, and family?
5: I mean, Christmas music never started this early in November with Mm -hmm. my family usually christmas music was. wait
1: your family would they play christmas music
5: no but like just being okay. exposed to it like tuning the radio to a station playing christmas music i don't even think stations started playing christmas music this early back then no but really the christmas spirit was after thanksgiving like that's when mom got in the attic and pulled everything out and put up the the wreath and the garland and the stockings and the trees and yeah
1: I agree. We grew up that way too. You waited till right after uh, Thanksgiving. You cleared the plates and then it was basically, we never did the, the traditional Black Friday shopping thing, but come Friday, that's when you transformed your house. I am in the camp though. Look. With all that's in the world that stinks right now, if putting up your gum Christmas tree yesterday or today makes you a little bit happier and feel a little bit more joyful and it gets your family excited about something other than doom and gloom, you do you, boo. I am okay with that.
5: Can we all just agree that we need a new song and we need to retire the Mariah Carey song?
1: I will promise you I won't make you play it. (laughs) <laughs> I cannot promise like you. Like there's a
5: glut of Christmas music to choose from.
1: Cher made a Christmas album.
5: Okay, that might actually be worse than Mariah. No.
1: Carey. <laughs> Bring back Perez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it'll give it a run for its money, but I did see uh when I think it was one of the talk shows did a dressed up at her and for for Halloween. It was funny they were trying to be her obviously it's a terrible uh, rendition of it but they said I should do a Christmas album 50 years from now cuz you know there were so-, <laughs> so it took her 50 years into her um into her career to make one i haven't heard it i have absolutely zero idea if it's good or not it's just it's just funny to me that so we we may support that instead of the but you do feel like you are limited on on some of your your christmas music that makes it makes the rounds oh yeah um. This time, of, this time of year. Okay, music that's not Christmas because I feel some of you rolling your eyes. If you have been to the Good Things Facebook group, you'll see I just posted a couple of minutes ago or within the show that 60 Minutes actually did, a, I don't know if they did a segment. I'll be honest, I haven't watched it, but it's on their actual Facebook page and they highlight um, the Delta for producing uh, famous blue stars, more famous blue stars per capita than Anywhere else on the planet, so they did a really nice job of paying homage to the Mississippi Delta and um, the the history of the blues there, and it shows shines a really positive light um, on our state and sort of that area for something we all uh, appreciate and already know know um, that it's well known for and for a good reason. So yeah, if
5: you've never had the chance to go to the Juke Joint Festival, you're missing out.
1: Yeah. So go and look at you can go find it if you're on Facebook go to good things with Rebecca Turner uh, type that in and you can hit um, join join us there and then share it. I think those are the type of things we need positively going viral for for our community and our state and shines a, a good light on that and kudos to 60 Minutes for taking the time to come down in and and, um, and do that. And I think um, I was trying to see I had posted something else that they had highlighted. I think it's Kingfish you guys know him. He's pretty popular. Um, it was a nice, fish, nice feature, Trisha, our friend Trisha Walker uh, from Cleveland, a nice feature on the state of the blues on 60 Minutes in Kingfish was one of those that spoke out about blues running in his family, deep roots there, and two in the Delta. So all good stuff. Good stuff to share. There are other things to be sharing right now during this time uh, on social media that are positive in nature. So you can find us there um, if you would like. Um, but you guys really do make good things great. For So thanks for hanging out with us today. Stick with us. you got more coming up next with the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.
5: things for you Good things for you. Here
0: good things for you A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production